0: Oh, you know I can't get that tattoo. People might think it's a basketball. <laughs> I,
1: can't,
0: I can't have that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a basketball. Huh. Oh. Okay. We're back up. Doing the yeah. thing. What is up, guys? How are you guys doing? I know I talked to him like right talking right to right right like, like, How are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, this is weird without Alex. Alex being sick and shit. What a loser! Yeah, dude, he's not even gonna come in the stream. Watch. Are we so mad? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it always makes it weird because you try not to talk before it starts, but then it starts and you just like fucks up that whole cold open thing. And uh, that's all right. Let's just fucking start the show. This is Name Redacted Podcast. I'm Chris Nielsen. I'm Colin Norris. And without us this week is Alex Palmer sitting at home being a fucking loser. Uh, our guest this week is Jack. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you want to talk to people at home about what you uh, what you do? Sure. Do I, do I look into like, the camera when I address it? Yeah, if you watch it. Yeah. I just yeah. You look like at me. It's casual conversation. <laughs> me uh,
0: it's Jimmy Pictures. It's a video production. It's really just the branding for my creative output of film. I was just making short films and music videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really... People think it's there's like... this Like, big like a bigger thing. Behind. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like a big production yeah, company yeah.
0: sometimes. It's we get that sometimes, amazing. too. Yeah. It's pretty fucking great. <laughs> I kind of dig it. Like, no, it's just one person. <laughs> um, people prefer to shoot you pictures. as like you guys. Yep, oh, nice, All of us. Our nice. whole
1: organization. So it's, it's kind of like the Trent Reznor thing. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh yeah, where's Kyle? I just lost everything on the screen, Gavin. By the way. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm here. We don't have the screen. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So you do, uh, like, where? How did you start? Did you started doing music videos or? Yeah, kind of- um, I've always
0: just kind of been doing filmmaking as like a creative output mm-hmm. for a really long time, and uh, so I mean, it goes back before it was like even really shooty Pictures. Okay. And to me, it's all like the same timeline. It's just every right. video is better than the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a certain point where it became Shibby Pictures as what it is now. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's when uh, this band, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, came through. Okay. I booked them a show uh, when I was living in Savannah. We did a music video. I was like, oh, I could just do this all the time whenever yeah. a band comes through. Yeah. And so I just started doing videos for all of these random bands yeah, I, okay. I would book shows for. It was like a routine, like... You know, day starts, you know, band comes into town, we film a video, there's a show in the night, you know, the m- morning we do some more of the video something, and that was it. Yeah. I just had this bunch of videos and, you know, they just started getting a lot of hits and stuff and I just stuck with it. And I've been nice. Just, I've been doing, like, that form of it for probably, like, yeah. five or six years. So, did you start? Uh, nice.
1: What's up, pal? I
2: just said nice.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 You're right, we do need fucking monitors. This is terrible. Um... So you, uh, so it wasn't intentional, like, were you, <clears throat> did you say, I'm going to do this as be Pictures before that, or like, at what point in time, did you like stick the brand on Not it? Not and... really,
0: I was like, he, I like, need to call it something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. It? it used to be, when I was like, I did, I used to call it Crazy Studios, which was just like the okay. worst name ever. <laughs> so and then, that that name literally originated from like, maybe like third or fourth grade. Yeah. And I had one of those like little blue Intel Play things, I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen those, I had, I would have one of those. Edit little stupid short films yeah. on that and stuff. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But I'd say
1: Shabby Pictures started when I got the. I and mean, that's probably like 2010-ish. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. So when you when you started doing video, like how were you doing stuff? Because like I I used to do. Honestly, the reason that we got to the point that we are now here, and I don't even think we've talked about this on the show before. Uh, but like when I was started doing filmmaking stuff when I was a kid, it would be like, uh, you know, VHS tapes and filming people skateboarding and like two VCRs hooked up to each other. Like it's like when you came in, like, were you, have you, did you start doing digital stuff, I guess, or like what was kind of like your gear when you like first started doing stuff? It was,
0: it was literally this toy that my parents got. me. Okay. It was like this blue camera it had yeah. it ran on two AA batteries. It was like about that big and you'd hold it like this. It was, it was basically about the size of a phone. Like, okay. With like a lens right here. Yeah.
1: Wait, like was, that? And you held it like that?
0: Yeah, it was. uh... I'll, see, I'll pull up a picture of it. Cause okay, it's yeah. A stupid looking little thing, and that was. So that was kind of. I don't know why. I think I just even before that, I just had an interest in Red. movies until like. So I don't really know why that is. Why it's filmmaking? You know, it could have been writing. It could have been something yeah. This else. is the this thing is, you had
1: like the was tools was for it.
2: it. This was a... so?
1: That's ridiculous. Yeah, It looks like a fucking like Star Trek phaser. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, I remember
0: those things. Yeah, that's and I was using. I was using that for a long time, and then I finally got like an actual camera that had like mini. It was like like a tapes. Yeah, I don't even know what those things are called. Yeah, yeah, like a little yeah, yeah. Then I have a, you know, like a DV tapes. Just slow upgrades. Yeah, from that.
1: So you started. So you started out shooting music videos and stuff. Yeah, right. and when
0: I mean when, again, when I was a as Shabby Pictures started with music videos. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I've always really identified as more of a narrative filmmaker. Okay. Or, Someone called me a
1: documentarian the other day. I was yeah. like, Well,
2: I've done three, so I guess so. Yeah, I guess I guess
3: it fits now. Yeah. yeah. Um Colin looks
2: so bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fine. I'm learning I'm learning about our guest.
1: Yeah. Um
2: so like so you've shot. That's just my face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you you face. fucking know about all of my favorite bands before I do. And I just like the like the more times that I look at the shit that you're doing, the more I realize that you like fucking know about all these bands that I love before I ever even get a chance to. But You're tight with the guys in Days and Days, Mm -hmm. and then you've been doing their stuff, which is awesome. How did you get, like, linked up with with those guys doing that stuff? So, I met
0: them because I picked up this kid in Savannah that was hitchhiking. These three kids, they were hitchhiking. This is probably, like, 2013 or something. I was playing, like, Pat the Bunny or something in my car, and so I hit it off with them. They are like, yo, you got to check out this band Days and Days. Uh, and I was like, okay. And I just, like, wrote down on my phone, and I didn't listen to it for, like, eight months. Yeah, what like you do you when do. someone do. Yeah, every time, every band? single time, yeah. And I finally, I listened to them, and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And so I just, I liked them on Facebook, and sent them a message, like, yo, if you guys are ever in Savannah and want a show, let me know. Yeah. And when I messaged them was about when I started filming bands. So then I started filming bands around, like, October or whatever year that was. Okay. So they were pretty, 13, they were pretty early um, on into, like, yeah. you doing that stuff. And uh, they hit me up for a show. A little bit before the show, I was like, "Yeah, let's do a video or something." Yeah, we did a video. We didn't have a concept. We just went on my friend's roof, uh, and you know, filmed them playing. You there, stick your hand. Yeah, you know, and five, six years later or whatever, it has almost three million views. Yeah. For
1: some reason. <laughs> of course,
0: like the you know the second video I do is yeah. One that has all yeah of co- yeah of course it is yeah. they're
1: really good though yeah <laughs> they're really good yeah. um you do I'm trying to think oh man. The cool. I love when Gavin sends me messages on my computer for me to read in the middle of the show. <laughs> um, Great producing, Gavin. Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> uh you did. So, how did you get to? I guess part of the reason you're on right now is because you just did the baseball punks thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So, how did you get? What's the journey into how you got to to doing baseball punks? So I kind of realized while I was doing
0: it, it's. It's almost a product of these other two documentaries. So uh, that the week that I released the first days and days music video, I also put on a, out this documentary called Trying It At Home, okay. which is just about like you know the punk scene, like fans like the Taxpayers, like Jeff Rosenstock, and Frank Turner. I had all these cool interviews with people that were in it. Just put it out and it took off way more than I thought it would. It was getting, mm-hmm. like the day I put it up, it was getting like multiple downloads
1: a minute. Okay. I was like,
0: who are these people? Like, yeah.
1: like I still don't know where right. it came from. Yeah. It's like all, <laughs> this, all this traffic. Yeah. Uh, well, those just, are people... I mean, those are, those are bands that people dig. Like, those yeah. are artists that people like but and it's stuff. like so. not
0: even... Like, Frank Turner tweeted it, which wasn't... He wasn't even, like, that big at the time, really. He yeah. I mean, kind of was. And, like, Big D and the Kids Table posted it, and Okay. And I, I just don't know So where. that's... I mean, that's pretty big. But, that's... Yeah. yeah, but, like, I... I mean, I don't know where that huge influx of downloads came from, but so yeah. I did. That was uh, the documentary I did, uh, and then in 2015, I did this documentary uh, about working in base in minor league baseball called uh, called Take Me Out to the Show. Okay. And then uh, so I had a 40 minute long documentary about DIY, and I had a uh, little five minute documentary about baseball. <laughs> and then I realized halfway through production, I was like, "Oh, this one, uh, this baseball punk one I'm working on now is literally just a combination." Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh yeah and the, the the it was just one of those things where I just had a question about it like why is baseball like I was like I it, I I just felt like it's a thing yeah you know was I, a, I have I'm a just gonna explore this I'm gonna ask people yeah it was originally gonna be like this little five minute fluff piece like ended up being twice as long you know it's like eleven minutes and it's very serious and political at times yeah
1: and just you know I just let it become what it yeah, it had to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some fucking awesome guests too, mm-hmm. and and the fact that like, cause you're right, like there's 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 this odd overlap between the people that like really dig punk music and even like perform punk music and baseball. Like I noticed the same thing like with hockey. I think is mm-hmm. like another similar kind of thing. And I and I don't know like with with hockey, it seems a little bit different because a lot of that seems like just like people from Boston, you know, really dig punk and really dig hockey, and that's kind of turned into this you know subculture of like, okay, well it's okay to yeah. play like punk music at a hockey game and stuff. But it's 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 interesting like with the baseball thing because. There really like in the stuff that you explore in the documentary about how like you know it's uh, baseball is viewed as this you know as the American pastime. It's it's you know you go from the minors and you play up to the majors and it's this way of making it and breaking through and this stuff and in a way that like football doesn't yeah. do especially you know where basketball doesn't really do either. Yeah. and so yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I, it's, it was a really good idea. Uh, so I mean, congratulations. Like that. <laughs> it was I think it's just so yeah. it's
0: so easy to. Romanticize baseball mm-hmm. because it's so slow and there's so much thinking in it. Yeah, and there's so much reflection. and like It's so it's such an internal game that it kind of get it gets romanticized in a way that a lot of yeah. Sports.
1: And it's con- and it's. I also connected. feel like
2: um, I also feel like baseball doesn't take itself as seriously as some other professional sports. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I would definitely agree.
2: Uh, like, yeah, like. Football or basketball, they tend to take each other very, very seriously. Whereas baseball, you have a lot more camaraderie amongst the team, which is sort of kind of lends itself to a community aspect. Yeah.
1: Do you want to? It's kind of early in the show, but we've got a clip that we prepared since we're talking about it now. Uh, I think Gavin's going to go ahead and dig through it, and uh, the clip is part of the documentary where uh, you guys are you're interviewing people and they're kind of talking about why it does make sense and like what like baseball does have in common with punk rock and yeah and some of that stuff. I think it's got the guy from Pulley too. I had no idea that he yeah. was like a baseball guy
0: <laughs> who is like the coolest dude. Ever. Yeah.
1: Oh, but Yeah. But, I, I
0: thought that interview was going to be like a bust, but yeah. it just turned out to be an amazing. person. That's movie. awesome. And I was really excited yeah. About it. I didn't know what to expect I was like from the west coast like the bro skate punk scene from the 80s like this dude might just be a total (laughs) (laughs) total duel yeah (laughs) no he totally got what we were
1: doing
3: it
0: was
1: amazing yeah hell yeah. yeah so here's the clip
3: there's a lot of parallels between baseball and punk there's a lot of parallels between the two because you know so much of the disappointment in America and so much of uh, America's triumphs uh, can really be reflected in both punk and, and and baseball. I
0: feel like baseball is more open to like how the world is becoming than other sports are initially. Baseball is usually the first ones to do it, you know. And I, I and I
1: feel like you know our little underground punk world is more inclined to accept stuff like that than like you
2: know perhaps. A giant, you know, giant rock and roll world, or country, or Taylor Swift world, or whatever.
3: Not to say Taylor Swift is is, is bad. I love Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> I, like, I like Taylor Swift too. I shouldn't. I fucking hate that I do. It's got it's so goddamn catchy. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: College fucking cheesing you don't like
2: Taylor Swift. It's all right. I'll, I'll hate her for all of us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was it
1: like? How, like. Um, I guess this might be a weird question you don't necessarily have to answer, it, but, like, did, did, was it difficult to get, like, to the other side of the country to, like, interview these people? Or, like, what was the process of, like, trying to actually get two people to put things together, like?
0: That's a great question because it leads into uh, what it was like getting that Scott Radinsky interview, which I'll come back to. But uh, it's really just mostly because they're all on bands. They, uh, it was easy to, you know, I just had kind of patience. Yeah. Really. You know, I waited okay. until
1: Pup came and I, uh, where's that? That was in Athens. It, okay. Like, it, so you caught most of them almost. coming through on the East Coast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And they were
0: on tour with Jeff Rosenstock's man, John John wasn't even going to be in the documentary, uh, but I asked Steve and Steve told him, I just asked Steve to interview and Steve, I guess, casually told him. Just about mentioned about it. it. Yeah. And John's like, what? I want to be I want to do that. <laughs> so i was like, yeah. All right. Yeah. And he gave me a fantastic interview. Oh yeah. Uh, who else is it? Most, yeah. A lot of friends, uh, my friend Wayne just went, you know, was in. Whenever I passed through Columbia, yeah, uh, South Carolina, I caught him there.
1: So with that, like, yeah. how many? People, it was really just patience. I'm yeah, for how the many? How going. many people did you did you bring into the documentary that like you didn't know before you were doing it? Uh, zero, zero. So it's everybody that you kind of already had a relationship with, just like we yeah. doing stuff.
0: Yeah, it was um, John. John from Jeff's band was the only person I didn't know, and I okay, I knew of him. I knew his. You know, right. Bond Museum, she's one of my favorite yeah, bands Bob, ever. Bond's so, awesome, yeah. Uh, Scott, Scott Radinsky was the guy that I was like a little bit of wild card in it. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, well, if I don't get this interview, I don't. Actually, no. Uh, also, Evan from the Isotopes, I didn't know. But I actually okay. interviewed him twice. So we did an interview. And then uh, I think the video or the audio or something didn't come out for it. Okay. So I, and we did it in Vancouver. So I was like, well, I'm just going to have to use it. Yeah. And I coincidentally ended up going to Vancouver a couple like months later for something else. I was like, Hey, I'm back in Vancouver. You mm-hmm. want to try it again? Yeah. So we did that again. And then, uh, so Scott Radinsky, I e- I was emailing him for a really long time, just kind of going back and forth. Like he was always down to do it. But I was like, all right, we just got to figure out a time where we're both available uh-huh. to do this. And uh, finally, I just picked a weekend. I was like, I'll just go catch the, uh, he, you know, he's a pitching coach for the angels. It's like, uh-huh. I'll just go catch him on the road. Uh, I went to Houston because I had, like, friends in Houston and yeah. stuff. okay. And so I flew into New Orleans, did the interview with Rob Taxpayer then, and then my friend and I drove from uh, New Orleans to uh, Houston okay. the next morning. Yeah. Woke up at, like, 5 a.m. To- yeah. And so, so these
1: are just, all, I mean, you're just, like, like using the punk network of, like, yeah. you know, I got a couch to crash on, I got a place to stay that kind of... So we got... Uh, the, we, I landed in New Orleans and found out that the game. So
0: Scott Scott was like, all right, well, interview me around. I got to get a ballpark around 1. They'll you know, meet me at noon outside the ballpark okay. and we will do it. The game got switched from 6 p.m. to noon. Okay. So I was like, oh, jeez. I didn't have his number or anything, <laughs> uh-huh. which I should have done in retrospect. Just an important lesson that I learned, I guess. Uh, so we go up to Player Will Call. And I don't have any. I emailed them a bunch. I'm yeah. Like freaking out. I'm like, I don't have if anybody get in contact with this dude. Like, yeah. Shit. I just waste all my time. So I uh, go to player will call, and I just tell them that Scott Radinsky left me tickets, even though he didn't. <laughs> like, All right. We'll I'll check with the team, tra- the traveling secretary, and let you know. I was like, all right, cool. And in the meantime, I went to the media entrance and yeah. told them what happened, yeah. like the truth of what was going right, on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, all right. Well, the most we can do for you is like give him your phone number. Right. Or okay. Like, yeah. Sure. Right, that well, makes that's sense. Yeah. convenient that's fair. enough. And then. Player call called, and like, hey, Scott approved two tickets for you.
1: <laughs> nice. So we got him
2: the like, yeah. game for free. I'm nice. Like, yes.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, all right, he knows we're here. That's
1: what's yeah, important. Yeah, that is the important part. That Yeah.
2: Which we found out. That's a out, really yeah, punk rock way know. of going
1: about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I told him that. Well, he didn't. So he, I guess, the secretary just like, yeah, whatever. Give him the tickets. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, I didn't know, but you guys snuck into the game, so that's pretty bad. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, I'm still not convinced because I hadn't heard from him by the end of the game, which yeah. I didn't expect to hear from him during the game. Or something, no, obviously, because he's, he's working. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we go down to uh, the front row by the dugouts where they're walking from the bullpen down to, uh, you know, from the bullpen down to the dugout in the tunnel of the clubhouse. Uh-huh. And I'm just, like, screaming his name like a crazy person. <laughs> I'm like, Scott! Team
1: <laughs> comes over and... We're on the traveling team, too, not even yeah. like...
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was actually funny because my friend I was with went to high school with another pitcher in the bullpen. Just coincidentally. Okay. Like <laughs> like, 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 someone, was like someone who was, like, Facebook friends with. Yeah. Like,
1: I, it's like, so that's okay. good. So now you're verified. Now you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Whatever. But,
0: but I'm not looking for the silly guy. Yeah, so we... He just comes over and is like, what's up?
1: <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, we're supposed to interview
0: interviews today. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's got a really thick, like, sounds like a skater from the West Coast. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, cool. Like, like you want to do it here? He's like, he's coming to the dugout, and we'll do it right here. We're like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah fuck awesome. yeah, hell yeah. So, we yeah. like, cl- start climbing to the front. Security guard comes over and starts freaking out on us. <laughs> and Scott just, like, stands in between us and, like, looks at the security guard. He's like, hey, man, chill out. Like it's not a big deal. He's like, <laughs> if they can't come on the field, just tell them they can't come on the field. This kid is like, it's you don't need to yell at him, man. Yeah, and he's like, sheer cars like, ah, oh, and Scott's like, just meet me out by this gate in like twenty minutes. And
1: yeah,
0: I was like, okay, cool. So we went out, uh, met him by the
1: gate, did the interview. He was from the first question, I knew it was gonna be a good interview, and it's yeah. gonna be awesome, dude. Well, he's got serious good. Like everybody, like the fact that you can find somebody that has. Uh, is he the front man for Pulley? I forget. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the front man for Pulley, which is, you know, not like crossover huge mainstream punk band, but like yeah. pretty significant. I mean, punk I'm band surprised when see him pick them up on. Yeah. On, <laughs> and, uh, on, like, and 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 the fact that he's also like the pitching coach for a major league team, like that's that's exactly what who you needed. More. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I, I wasn't even going to do him because of the interview was fine
0: and was like good. Like the documentary I had a rough cover is already good. I was like, if I don't get him, people, everyone ever is going to ask me, what are you talking yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to get him. I was like, I do have to. I'm like, If I'm going to do this documentary right, I have to get an interview with him. And it was just so cool. We hung out with him for like an hour after the interview, just like standing, talking, walking around Houston yeah. and stuff. That's uh, awesome. That's always,
1: that's always like how you hope those yeah. things are going to
0: go. I have I have a baseball uh, at my desk at work that's signed by uh, just about everyone that I did an interview oh, with. Oh, hell yeah. And so I got him to sign it. Well, I didn't have the ball on me. He's like, oh, man, I got a ball. I want you to sign I was like with the back of the car, he's like, Oh, we can go sign it real quick. Because cause it was a day <laughs> game with So they had the night off and they didn't have to travel the next day. So you okay, so just hang it out. Yeah. Which is very rare yeah. for them. And uh so he walked with us to sign it. Stuff we you know, we Hung out with us for a little bit longer. We dropped him off at the four seasons. Yeah, And that was that. And we're just like, wow, that dude was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the next two days, you're just like doing that. Like, I can't believe we just, yeah. I just did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went from like not, almost not even getting the interview at all. Right. Yeah. To having free
1: tickets. To yeah. end the
0: plan was, man. If, the plan we worked out was if we didn't hear from him by like the end of the, the game, and we we're just going to hang out in Houston, like yeah. until as long as we could. Uh-huh. And just hope that we heard from him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely.
0: And it's from my boss from work, Katie. You met her. She, yeah. She's like she knows him too. She cause she worked for the uh, she worked
1: for the Indians when he was pitching for them. Right. Okay. And like knows him personally. So so who um I, I feel bad because Colin hasn't seen the documentary yet. Um, but in obviously I I saw the documentary when you did the soft premiere, I guess. It was, yeah. And uh and obviously like everybody that was there, Days, and Days was playing. Like there were a lot of punk kids, and it was had a really good response for. From the punk side of things, but, like, what about people that are more on the baseball side of stuff that don't necessarily have the same... I think they're... Honestly, I think those people are even more into it, because I think, uh... Because punk kids at least understand, like, what baseball is. Yeah. Is that kind of the... I
0: think, I think when you look at it from the punk perspective, you're still being critical about it, and... The documentary
1: is pretty soft on baseball. Yeah. It's pretty kiss-assy. Right, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it. there's definitely a lot of a criticism about baseball, and you take, but you take I tried a very to be, I tried to do to it. very lightly because I
0: work in the industry. Right. And I didn't want to be, like, put out this documentary as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, there's that aspect of it. And I think, uh. you know, people... You know, people that watch base that are really into baseball just like you know the movies and the and they're to them I feel like it was just another thing to add to it, you know it's another thing to watch and it's yeah. such a weird out there thing that people were really yeah no one really Mo- I, even punks or people the only people that knew what to expect from the documentary were the people that were pretty much interviewed for it. right yeah 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 no one you know I tell, tell a documentary about baseball I'm really no one has any idea. It's on, my, on my website, I have all my videos have like a little description on it. And the description for baseball punks is
1: there's no way to describe why this exists. Just watching. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, and and you do you do a good job talking about like the angle of like or covering the angle about how it's like you know like a really jock thing and like and and, and or how how punk rock is like a very anti jock thing and how you know how people yeah. like intentionally kind of like avoid that part of it and yeah I don't know. It's cool. There was, I, I mean, the there was other... a
0: lot. That was one aspect that I dug into a lot more that got cut. I mean, it probably yeah. could have been like a twenty-minute. So, so what
1: were some of the things uh, while we're still talking about baseball punks for a little bit? Like some of the things that maybe like hit the cutting room floor, like you wanted to try to like cover that maybe you didn't get around to, or people didn't respond to you maybe the way that you thought that they might. So there was four people that were interviewed for it that did not make
0: it, just strictly for time for redundancy. And there's like you know, I wasn't. It just felt weird having someone in it for only one line. Yeah. So it was like, if someone, you know, I'd rather have, you know, if only one person says one thing. Oh, but someone that else that's in the documentary says it. I just kind of do that. Mm-hmm. There's like one interview where the the video kind of file was corrupted in part, okay. so it was kind of hard to edit around. Uh, those people. So uh, my friend uh, Denise was not was was interviewed for it, but she didn't make it because. It was just, just time, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does Fistolo Records, okay. which puts out records for bands like Mischief Groove. Oh, next Light Rebellion and stuff yeah. like that. Hell yeah. Uh, my friend Brandon who, in Columbia, who's just a really good friend of mine. lives is there. Uh, we did, did just did an interview because I know he's, you know, I met him. Uh, he booked Shibby Pictures on, on one of my first tours. Mm-hmm. And I found out when I moved to Columbia like two or three years later that it was like super into baseball. Yeah. So that was okay. I was like, cool, let's I was like, let me see what you guys say about this. Yeah. Again, that was, you know, just time. And then I also interviewed uh these pair uh this duo uh slugging percentage, which is like the sludge punk band, which mm-hmm. they were the first interview I did. Because when I was like like I said, I had to be patient to get all these interviews mm-hmm. and I found out I was gonna be at the same music festival as I was like, all right, well this is as good of a reason as any to start this. Mm-hmm. And I interviewed them in between that and the first and the last interview that my perspective on this whole project changed; that none of the questions I asked them were relevant okay. anymore, and that's, that's what happens with yeah, that the happens a that lot. Any
1: time you do a documentary, you kind of go into it, and you've got you know the preconceived notions, and you're like, this is the kind of the story that I don't want to tell, yeah. And you set up that act structure, and you're like, okay, well, I think that it's going to be you know A, B, C, but then most of the time that you find out yeah. once you start talking to people that are you know it just it doesn't yeah. Which but,
0: yeah. they were uh, they were I mean, if you watch when you watch it, they're the opening like sequence for it. Mm-hmm. That's them. Um,
1: okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they were they were totally you know all these people. You know, I kind of explained. It. I was like, "Sorry, but it's
1: right." No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying you to hit ten minutes here. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was uh? We like to talk to people about, like, you know, uh, we talk to a lot of people that do comic books and like ask them about con stories. But hmm. you just did like you just like globe trotting and had like a <laughs> world tour. Do you have any like crazy stories that happened when you were just like going around the world trying to <laughs> show? Hmm. First of all, how weird is it going to show a documentary about baseball in Europe? Like that seems. That was yeah. Like weird... I was concerned about that. So uh, my friend Whitney and I did a tour, and uh, we
0: did like seven days in New Zealand, and then we did three and or seven dates in New Zealand, and then three in Australia. And originally the plan was, I was like, I'm just gonna show three minutes of it and just yeah. get people interested, and then show music videos tour films. Okay. And the first night, just on a whim, I was like, I'm gonna show the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, let's just see what happens. And people like loved it. They totally got it. People were people were like, "I don't know shit about baseball, but I'm super into rugby. Okay, I'm super into cricket." And, and so they like, kind of like, and I yeah. get it. They're like, I totally get where it's come from. I was like, "Cool!" And so I just showed it the whole on all these international places. Hell yeah! And people were into it. And I was
1: stunned. That's re- yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's impressive. But then again, I guess there was I'm like so many- one like
0: 17 year old girl in New Zealand came up to me. and was like, "I didn't understand any of that. None of that really. <laughs> I'm
1: like, "All right, well, I can't get everybody. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. Yeah." That makes sense Thanks for I, watching. If, if somebody came here and they had like they had a documentary about punk rock and rugby, I'd be into that.
2: Yeah. Probably more into that. I'd watch the hell out of that. <laughs> I'd super watch that. That, that. Yeah. Make that,
1: Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy metal and rugby. That's the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin's in, yeah. yeah. Gavin's <laughs> uh, So
2: what's but, what's next, uh what's next for Shibby Pictures?
0: Uh right now I'm kind of Writing this... I got... I mean, I've always... I always just have I'm always working on... I just always have to be doing something. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so I recently started writing a trilogy about... Guys that don't know how to dump the person they're with. Okay. And just show these people being <laughs> pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, one it, like this one this guy, like... Deliberately fails his green card... Yeah. Immigration interview.
1: <laughs> so he gets deported. <laughs>
0: And there's one where, like, a guy just moves out of the house, like.
1: Just and completely he, goes, just you know, comes and, like goes Yeah,
0: just vanishes. And there's one where he just goes through a relationship, doing nothing. is, is completely indifferent, and it goes yeah. on for, like, a year. Okay. Where he was, was just, and he's just, like, you know, indifferent to the whole thing. Where do you want to go for dinner? I don't care.
1: And it's just like that for a year. Okay, so, yeah, <laughs> These yeah. are
0: all just, like, three to five minute short yeah. films. Yeah, okay.
1: It'd be cool vignette to do them all together, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that so you're trying to get back and do some more narrative stuff yeah I think yeah because the, the music video is really just
0: something I do in between the big projects to kind of to stay right. short you know? yeah. I'm working on and the, the documentary for, stuff uh, takes so long to do yeah. Too. yeah I probably won't be doing another documentary for a while yeah what uh, were you saying I cut you off you said you were I'm working I'm doing on... a music video for uh, my friend Jade uh, his uh, him and uh, I, he just this dude from here he lives in LA now but okay. I caught him and we did a video real quick and I've been doing some, like, paper animation, like, 2D South Park style. Yeah. Animation. So, I started it today, the, the 2D animation. Okay. And I was just sitting at a scanner all day, just putting stuff in there. That sounds like a
2: fucking nightmare.
0: Yeah, and I got probably, like, 20 seconds of it done. Yeah. So, it'll be... It looks really... Why would I'm you not, do like, that to yourself?
2: Before. Hmm? Why would you do that to yourself?
0: It was... Yeah. It was, well, it's cool that it's... It's cool to like something like brain mindless to do just while watching a movie or something. Yeah. Geez. Like just something to do
1: with my 20. Head. How long did it take you to do 20 seconds of footage? Um, let's see. I mean, I woke up at like noon today and then started
0: doing it till I got stopped for lunch. I I probably spent, like, six hours working on that today. For
1: 20 seconds. How, long, how Oh, <laughs> man.
0: That sounds hellacious. That yeah. sounds terrible. It is a lot. But, it, I mean, it intercuts with
1: video, too. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So but I was,
0: like, I told about. them when I started, when I shot it, I was, like, I don't know why, but I'm just getting this image, which I'm... What, I've, I usually really have to force my ideas, but I'm, like, I'm just getting this idea of, like, this 2D, like... So I've, I've been cutting up all this construction paper. My living room is a mess right now. Yeah. So I've just been getting this idea of, like, all this construction paper or, like, kind of animations. So yeah. I'm going to try it. I've never done it before. Yeah, hell yeah. It, it definitely cool. sounds fun. I mean,
1: I, I would love to do some kind of, like, claymation thing or, like, some kind of, like, yeah. stop action thing. But, I got that dude, out of my system a long yeah, time ago. That's I don't just, have for that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's just insane. And I really, I really dig like the go motion stuff, like the Rancor and Star Wars, where it's like stop action, but they're actually like puppeting stuff too, so it's not all just like yeah. frame by frame. I think that's <laughs> really cool. But it's, oh man, it's just insane. Miniatures. I'm gonna do miniatures. I think it'd be fun. Think around a
2: little bit, yeah. a little bit of that. Now nah. deadpan again. No, you have no interest. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really neat, but like I can't see myself. Like I'd fuck off and get distracted and wander off in a corner or something. I don't know. Like it's just stop motion and that manner of animation. Just I love it, but I could not see myself doing it. I don't have the patience or the fine motor skills to do it. I can barely tie my shoes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Colin, you have anything you wanted to cover this
1: week? Anything you've been thinking about? I know you. Says so you had some stuff you might want to talk about.
2: Not to put you on the spot. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Killing
2: it, doing it, professional, doing it good. I haven't been. Uh, I haven't been consuming a whole lot of pop culture because I just haven't had time. i been placed bronze in Overwatch again, so there's that. Is that. Um, Hell yeah! Go, go me. Um, that's about it, really. I mean, I've just been I've been pretty boring recently, unfortunately. Yeah. Have you been li- Have you been listening to any music or anything? No. Uh, I've been stuck on. Chan's new album, well, most recent album mm-hmm. um, and Chance's coloring book album. Uh, I'm stoked to listen to this new Krosis that Gavin told me about. I'll probably put that on here in a little bit on the headphones. Um. <laughs> no, we'll, we our VOD will get me will get muted if we do that. Uh, and we can't have a muted VOD talk a talk show VOD like it just doesn't work.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Just real, That's how I feel sometimes. Anyway, everybody's just
1: watching it in the dashboard for some reason. Just like, what are these guys doing? I don't know. Hmm, I'm not gonna check that out though. Let's, land. Let's <laughs> go watch some video games. All those people looking at each other. <laughs> So what I uh, uh, here you go. Okay, so uh, one of the bands that I didn't know that you had gotten to shoot was uh, Apes of the State, and I know that I, that no, was just I like a Sessions them. thing. I, uh, I, th- I did look, offer
0: okay. them a video a while ago. Hopefully they get through. They okay. uh, can come down this way.
1: Uh, who who are some of the people, though, that you maybe people might not know as well that have been like kind of cool that you've gotten to work with or maybe just that you're digging on? Uh, there's this dude, Quinn
0: Sekela from uh, Myrtle Beach. I just saw him there a night in Charlotte. He's a good friend of mine. I did a video for him. Fucking amazing. We're gonna do another video soon, hopefully. Sometime next month or yeah. something. He's a really good uh, songwriter. I really, I'll be listening to a band for like years mm-hmm. before I think to hit them up for a video. Yeah.
1: I do that too. man. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I, I've been like so fucking, like, there's so many people I wanna have on this show, and I'm just like, there's absolutely no like, fucking way. Like, why can't we way. get
2: Pup? What's that? Can we get Pup, please? Like, that would make me so happy if we could interview <laughs> Pup.
1: That's, that's a Jack question.
0: <laughs> I, emailed, emailed, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> I was stoked when they uh i think just emailed their band's email and was like hey do any of you guys want to be in a documentary <laughs> and steve, steve was like yeah and then i was like here's my number text me we'll do it like, all right cool Sick. <laughs> i like i want to
2: i want to interview them and become their best friend and and ask them what Finn Wolfhard is like and, and shoot a music video. I don't know. I just, I love pop Now. Like, I can't believe I slept on them for so long. But, oh, they're yeah.
1: They're so good, dude. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Their music <laughs> videos are the best, too. A lot Their music of, videos are so good, dude. The Dark of, Days video is fucking yeah. incredible. Yo, that shit is yeah.
0: fucking jam, dude. A lot of the bands I offer, like, that I, people that I interact with, I offer to do a video and I told Steve I was like I'd offer to a video for you guys <laughs> but like this dude, covered, dude yeah. Jeremy does a it videos it's okay. just amazing yeah I was like I would never want to take away an opportunity for him to do videos dude, this is so it's perfect. so and every, they're like straight like just like the inspiration for why I. yeah they're like, so good what, like, like, it's like what I aspire to
1: every know. time I watch the videos I just like pick up on something fucking new that I haven't seen before either and like yeah. it's just it's, it's watch so the good there's so much depth and stuff yeah absolutely dude yeah for sure. But yeah, there's so many like and then I think it's stupid because like fucking like Max Justice just like reaches out to people on Twitter and gets like stupid fucking interviews he never should. And it's like we've got enough cred to be able to get people on and I don't know. I need to kick that habit. It's a really bad habit. Because you just fucking email people. Yeah, do shit.
3: That
1: do. People <laughs> are friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, gotta, I definitely have to do that, too. That's easier. To, well, I, you know what? And that's fucking harder to do. It is harder to get coverage for something, and I'm totally okay hitting up, like, press outlets, because, like, these guys are going to say fucking no. Ha, ha, ha. Fuck you. I've got this podcast <laughs> that people need to listen to. But then, for some reason, like, with guests and stuff, it's because it's you're fucking, like, heroes and stuff, you know? you know, It's a lot easier to get shut down by, like, random dude behind a typewriter yeah. at Rolling Stone than it is by, like, somebody that you actually, like, you know, respect and, like, dig the stuff that they're doing.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, in, I interviewed MC Front a lot that one time that never saw the light of day. Do you still have that audio? No, that's long gone. That <laughs> is long gone. Oh,
1: I wish it. That would be so cool to, like, throw that out, like, pre-name-redacted Colin interviewing MC Front a lot.
2: Wow. Yeah. Can't say words. I would love to Hold re-interview on. him, but, you know, I don't know what he's up to anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I need to send some emails out. That's what I'm hearing right now. This is... Interesting. Man, this is really fucking tough without Alex here. He normally just has the pace for everything, you know, all I gotta do is make jokes, and now I have to, like, talk and cover dead air and shit. This is fucking terrible.
2: I'm just, (laughs) I'm usually just the talent. I'm not the driving force, so it's just like... It's all on you, Colin. No, fuck you.
1: (laughs) Colin can't even remember the things that he's decided he wanted to talk about before he came.
2: No, because I forget to make notes
1: uh what's a game we can play a game we got some time and it's fun game. we got like five minutes before picks do we have like five minutes
2: before picks so let's yeah. just go ahead and do picks then
1: yeah yeah pick i gotta remember my pick is I uh yeah i i gotta
2: i got a little pickaroo um two little pickaroos um i just downloaded it i'm about to sneeze god help me <laughs> dab on the haters um <laughs> Uh, it is a video game called, I think it's called The Fragments of Edith Finch. Um, it's sort of like what, it, what people would call a walking simulator, but it's a little bit more to it than that. I don't want to give away too much because I'm only like in the first 15 minutes of it, but it seems pretty dope. Um, I'd also like to shout out uh, our buddy Surly's Twitch channel. And you can find him at L-E-I-G-H. And also, we need to throw our Discord link in our channel description. Somebody, uh, what's up? so join our Discord and hang out with us. Uh,
1: my pick this week is so the guy who did Salad Fingers like way back in the day. Like, apparently, he's still doing shit. Um, I don't know if you guys knew that. You you, you remember Salad Figures, oh, right? Yeah. You saw Salad Fingers? I know Colin remembers Salad Fingers. Uh, but anyway, uh, thanks to the, the, the glory of uh crowdfunding stuff, he's apparently got a Patreon set up where he can uh, afford to make some more stuff. And he's just making these fucking bonkers, off-the-wall, ridiculous-ass fucking videos. And there's one I just saw today. It was called Cream, I think. And it's like 10 minutes long. And the general premise of it is that They created this cream that can, uh, like, it'll fix all of the acne on your face. And then they go into the fact that, oh, it'll actually fix anything that's broken. And they're like, oh, it's actually self-replicating. JK, it'll actually replicate anything that you put it on. And so the first half of the video is just, like, all of the, like, awesomeness of this, like, cream that solves all of humans' problems. And... And then, like, the second half of it is like, like, capitalism coming in, and then being like, it's illegal. The cream gives you AIDS. No uh, more cream. And then it kind of loops back huh. around for, for another ending. Anyway, his name is David Firth. And and it's all, I think that it's got like that, like, pop up book, like, cutout kind of animation going to it, like that real Photoshop kind of look to it. And he's been like, fucking, dude, fucking around with After Effects, doing some, like, really dope shit. He does another one that's like face replacement. And it's all about, like, Fake news, ridiculousness. It's really cool, and I was really impressed. And it's not quite as creepy as Salad Fingers, but it's still got a little bit <laughs> of that. Uh, Jack, you got a pick? You don't have to pick, but anything people should check out that you think? Well plug. Uh... Hmm. If there's
0: uh, anyone that deserves more attention than they... Uh, my friend, musician Matt Plus. Okay. He's amazing. He's, uh, like... Bob Dylan combined with Green Day. Nice. Basically, okay, I dig an that. Yeah, amazing songwriter. I've done two videos for, three videos for. I just remembered I have one hidden somewhere in my work computer. Yeah, that I not even touched yet. <laughs> oh hell yeah, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> I <laughs> <really> <laughs> just thought of it here first. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, so he's amazing. We uh, he has a hashtag which is hashtag make Matt plus famous. Okay, that nice. Is, a- <laughs> is that a thing people do? Does that work? I don't know. I've heard. I've, I don't so, know. We yeah. started doing it uh, about. <laughs> couple weeks ago, he's not famous yet. <laughs> <laughs> might not be the best method. That's the key. My parents love him too. Yeah. I was in the okay. car with my dad. That's important. My dad was like, who is this? My dad showed me like Bob Dylan and stuff when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Was like, this, is my, this is my boy Matt Pless. It's amazing. My dad only listens to like pop country. So yeah. it's like okay, blown away. Nice. And my dad booked a yeah. show for it. Fuck yeah, dude,
1: what? I think, yeah. That looks like two awesome shows for him. yeah
0: and, uh, and up in Massachusetts
1: yeah hell yeah that's fucking cool <laughs> oh man well uh I guess let's go ahead and call it because I'm fucking feeling the gap of Alex here and he would fill up the next little bit but uh this has been neighbor acting podcast I'm Chris Nielsen
2: I'm Colin Norris oh, hey, go, out. go out and touch some butts
1: and uh stay tuned we going sh- uh show the uh, promo for baseball punks You probably were sitting one night and were like i can't believe
3: nobody's made a real documentary about this uh well all right and that is how art is created so people are throwing things at you and they all want something from you and you're not really quite sure what that something is and they're not really quite sure what that something is there's all this energy in this space everyone focused on this single and you have to perform, you have to meet expectations, even though nobody really knows what those expectations will look like. Nobody's going to know if you're going to pull off some kind of beautiful... The thing that they remember in the, in the whole performance is going to be that beautiful, unexpected moment that you pulled out, but you can't plan that. That is also just, maybe for some kid, is going to be the moment that makes their life that year, and for you is just going to be one night in a week, in a month, in a whole life of trying to do your work in the world in the best way you can, even though nothing about this world, nothing about these scenes, nothing about these establishments make any sense.
0: Usually, for the most part, we start doing this to get
3: away from the jocks. Baseball is a game where doing something right 30% of the time and only 30% of the time is pretty damn good. Getting to baseball is hard.
2: You're constantly fighting with the possibility that nobody wants to hear you, nobody wants to listen to you, nobody wants to book you.
0: You're told a lot to just get a job, quit pursuing this dream because it's not going to go anywhere.